0: All right, everybody, are we ready to go? It's the one. Wonder- ready? Yes. Yes. All right. Here we go then. Hello, internet, and welcome to another episode of Geek Anthology. I am your conscience, Neil Cordray. Enjoy this week. Bye.
1: Is that the one true man?
0: Wookie and special guest Star. Tiffany. Hello, Tiffany. Hi. Um. So. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be talking about Disney. Oh boy. <laughs> <coughs> try to.
2: Yeah, you know,
0: we're gonna try and lay off of uh, the the <laughs> the, 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 uh, impressions the impressions for the most part, except <laughs> at the very a, beginning. That
2: would be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, with Disney owning everything anymore, I mean, almost any impression... We could of, be talking uh, like this and it's still be an impression of something <laughs> Disney's done. Right? That's true. That could be a good impression of anything Disney. Oh, Hannah? Well, it's family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody just get it out of your
2: system now. No.
1: <laughs> that was more for Tiffany's sake
0: than anything.
3: She loves
1: it. Don't I am, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Um... Disney. Um... Shoot, no, we we're specifically we're, Disney films. Yeah, we're talking about Disney movies uh, today. We're not talking about Disney TV movies. Um, Disney TV is a TV. Disney is a well that will not run dry anytime soon. Yeah, because we could talk about Disney theatrical films, bullshit straight to DVD sequels. Uh, <laughs> yeah, could talk about Disney uh, series. Uh, you know, the live-action movies, that some of them were good, and some of them were really, really, really bad, and <laughs> some of them were just okay. We could talk about Disney, like, short animation and, and medium-length animation, like, you know, the actual Disney shorts or, like, uh, Darkwing Duck and
2: Tailspin. I could probably do an entire episode just on Darkwing Duck. <sighs> yeah. I mean, Disney has impacted... Uh, a lot of lives for a long time.
0: And this is the episode most likely to get copyright strike on YouTube. Because <laughs> Disney's kind of like that.
2: Well, I, I think we have fair We're use. Not, you, we,
0: we, well, yes, we have fair use. I will win any counterclaim or counterargument. But it's still, this is the one most likely to get something, to, to have yeah. some sort of bullshit. Yeah, but, you know, of course that happens. You don't really do that until you monetize.
2: Exactly. But I uh, like yeah, to we're also not actually using any of their material. We're just no, we're just mentioning it. things. But yeah. and we're not doing <laughs> it right derogatory way because Disney is, like I said, it's it is a. I don't think you could find anybody in the
3: what would be considered the modern world who has not seen anything of Disney. Right. Yeah. And,
2: I, and I'm certain you can't find anybody in this, you know, in this studio who will say a bad thing about Disney. Oh, I can and, say a few bad things. Oh yeah,
3: there's plenty of bad things you can say about <laughs> Disney, but.
2: But about the movies, I will movies. say
0: I will point this out: the whole Disney was an anti semite thing is a total fabrication. It is not true. But. Um,
2: but uh, it is. It is just. Yeah, we're talking like like you pointed out earlier during the research phase. Um, Disney has a filmography that goes back to nineteen thirty something. Uh, want to say thirty 37? seven? Yeah, you said yeah. thirty seven earlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got and,
0: the i got the tab open on my on my Chromebook. Give me a second here.
2: And you know, it's it's entertainment that yeah. is you know that has been around forever. I mean, yeah, but the Disney movies. <sighs> yeah, we're going to be because there's
3: so much that we can talk about, we're going to be just talking about individually things that are important yeah. to
0: us, things that, yeah. had, that had high impact on us. There's a couple <coughs> things that I would like to, that I would like to talk about, one of which I'd like to save until like kind of a midpoint, so I'm not going to leave with that, but we'll start with one that I think everyone can talk about for a while. Um, really my second favorite Disney movie, "Aladdin." I love Aladdin. Aladdin is probably one of
3: the few movies that I could still quote entirely from memory. I have watched it almost as many times as if I have Star Wars and Lord of the Rings.
2: Yeah, and, and Aladdin is one of those movies where they... I mean, you, you put Robin Williams <laughs> <coughs> behind the microphone.
3: Yeah, they didn't even animate him until his lines were
0: done. Uh, yeah, exactly, was <laughs> Well, done. that was because... They weren't entirely sure how he was going to, where he was going to go. (laughs) There are, um, there are in vaults, uh, in in Disney's uh, vaults, because they save everything. Yes. They have, you know, the like 50 or 60 different takes of each scene that the genie was in where Robin just kind of played around.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's what they told the script
3: a lot of times would say, Robin goes nuts here.
0: Yeah. and it's or, literally just he does whatever he wants yeah. for the scene yeah. or it's like okay Robin here are the words we want you to say or here's, what, here's the message we want you to convey yeah. okay. <laughs> here, 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 yeah. here here is what we want here is what we defi- ge- generally want out of you work out a way to get there
3: how many ways can you tell Aladdin only three wishes <laughs> <laughs> uno, dos, tres no substitutions, extensions, yeah. or refunds.
0: And uh, fun little story about that. Actually, um, during uh, during recording for that, the meantime Spielberg was shooting Schindler's List, um, and uh, Williams would frequently go over to that to uh, their uh, recording studio after he was done with his thing, and essentially redo his lines for the people at schindler's uh, doing schindler's list so they wouldn't be so fucking depressed right because know. you know they were only making schindler's list
2: <laughs> yeah the you know the one cure for manic
0: <laughs> the <laughs> one cure for manic happiness right uh, <laughs>
3: euphoria <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? You can feel free to speak up anytime yeah if you wait for one of us to stop talking you will keep, you'll never you will wait talk. forever okay okay
2: yeah interrupt anytime you like. Tiffany's being shy. It's her first time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> first podcast is always the hardest. That's what she said.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: no, she hasn't said that yet. No, but uh, she did say it was the it was, it was
3: podcast cherry. <laughs> me and my sisters would watch Aladdin over and over. It got to the point where I got annoyed with them because they would constantly say the lines while we're watching it and sing the songs
1: how can you not sing the songs though? That's like one of the best parts I
3: of the movie. I don't sing because I can't sing, and so if I,
0: when I watch a movie, I just want to watch the movie. Right. <laughs> well, see the 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 whole. Remind movie. me to never watch a musical that I really <laughs> like with you that isn't the Marx Brothers. Okay. I can I can shut up for the Marx Brothers because my delivery will never be as good as theirs.
2: However, uh, <laughs> you did you, you did pitch in when we when we uh, when we broke into uh, into Jamestown. Yeah. <laughs> That's because that one doesn't require a good singing voice. No, that requires. <laughs> it's like a a drunks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that really just requires being drunk enough to sing. Right, or at least being black act that way. Although, um, fair, to be fair, um, I've already finished my Sludge and Fizz. I might have to make myself another drink. Um, my my vocal range expand, expands by about half an octave when I'm drunk because I don't feel the pain.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I can actually power through and hit the, and hit notes that normally. I, my brain would stop me from hitting.
2: And you know what? Something similar. My... Um, also more relaxed muscles. In yeah. The room. My, uh, my, um, what was it, taste range uh, expands when I'm drunk because I can't feel the pain. <laughs>
3: um. <laughs> Same basic principle. It's the only time he'll eat spicy food is when he's drunk.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, to, okay, the one thing I love about Aladdin is the opening. Yeah, because it's the genie. Yeah, the yeah, and that's actually been
0: officially confirmed. Yes, Uh, it really was. The merchant is the genie.
1: When I first saw that, I didn't even realize that was the case until you pointed it out to me. A lot of people
3: didn't realize when they first saw it. It was as people began to watch it and they they realized Robin Williams had the voice and they saw similarities. Yeah. Yep. But the first time you watch it, yeah, you're not. Gonna, it's
2: it's going to be like watching the Sixth Sense her. And
3: the thing that even the creators of the movie said that at the very end, when Genie practically grabs the screen and lifts it up and went, and "Made you look," <laughs> that was supposed to be in response to him as the merchant getting you to actually listen to the story.
0: Also, you know the the merchant is one of the few people that's aware of the camera too. Yeah. Him and the Genie. Yeah. Uh, there it's it was it was a massive fan theory for a very long time. In fact, it finally actually got confirmed what two years ago?
3: Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. One or two years ago.
3: Yeah. I, I actually fairly often quote stuff from the merchant just to make Tiffany laugh. That yeah,
2: works too. Cool. And I mean Robin Williams Will really not didn't make it broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Robin, Robin Williams. Coffee Maker. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Robin Williams makes any movie he's in.
3: Yeah. And even if it's a bad movie, his scenes
0: are typically really good. Oh yeah, even even movies where he has to act dramatic, like Twenty Four Hour Photo, was he was still good in it. Yes.
2: Oh, well, he was <sighs> creepy. Yeah, yeah, he was oh, nice I and saw. creepy in that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but when you see Robin Williams not being serious, he's such an icon of comedy that it creeps you out to begin with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but the thing is, is when you when Robin. He did his, series
0: pretty well too. What dreams Become was a lot of fun. I
2: really liked that movie. It was. Um, the thing about Ron Williams though is that his his real strength is his voice. Yeah. And when you put him where he where the audience cannot see him. Yeah. And he can just go nuts. Um, one of the things I one of the videos I enjoy the most, oddly enough, um, he did a retrospective um, album. He did a. Um, he brought Bobby McFerrin in on it. Uh, he did oh, uh, um, come together, and the producer was talking about working with Robin and Bobby McFerrin, and watching. That would be that, a
0: fantastic thing to do.
2: We need to put. A, I'll get you a link to this. It's a video of of them be- making this song. The outtakes. as good as anything else because Robin just does it in so many ways and then you've got Bobby McFerrin who's a musical fucking genius Um, and you know so when you when you put Robin in a situation like that that was his first animated movie as far as I know Mm -hmm. you know and it's the only one that really comes to mind when I think of Robin Williams in animation his voice is completely unleashed he is off the hook yep I can think of one other that voice that he
3: did that I always think of when I think of him and voices as a, uh, not as
0: good but Batty and
2: Ferngully, Ferngully, yeah, <clears throat> uh,
0: yeah, Ferngully. That's a bad movie with amazing talent behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I
2: had freaking Robin Williams and Tim Motherfucking Curry. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, you know that's, yeah. that's those two people I would have loved to have seen work together. In their prime. In anything else, <laughs> yeah, and anything else. As yeah. funny as that,
3: uh, when Robin did the genie, uh, he did so with the instruction that his voice was not to be used as a marketing campaign. He didn't want people to see the movie because he's in it. Yeah, and they went against that and used his voice for marketing, which is why he did not return no.
1: for and the, the return of Jafar. Good. Right, and then
3: That's it cool. took a full on public apology from the head of Disney at the time for him to come back for three. So that's where that went.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's where
0: the SD card goes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's in the SD card slot of my laptop.
2: I wondered where
3: it was. Obviously no one can replace Robin. Yeah. The guy that they found to do the genie for Return to Far did a great job. They kept him for the series and I really liked the series. He did a pretty darn good job too. I mean, but still it just didn't feel right. And Return to Far for me had a lot of issues. Um, the animation was very lacking for me. Yeah. Uh, but the third one... I still think it was better than like
0: 40 it? Thieves, honestly. In King of Thieves? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and I, yes, it had Robin Williams coming back, but the script I felt was the weakest. But we're not talking about direct DVD sequels. Right. right. That's we another episode. <laughs> so yeah, I want to I, I milk this train yes. for as long as I can. Um,
3: milk the train, but you yes. You talked about... <laughs> Uh, You weren't specifically talking about Aladdin, but you brought up music. And that was another one of the greatest things about Aladdin. The songs. Mm -hmm. Every song in that movie is great. Everybody
0: knows a whole new world. Yes.
3: Yes. I'm actually learning to play it on my Ocarina.
0: Nice.
1: Uh,
3: But Friend Like Me has always been one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Yeah. If
1: I had to pick a favorite, that probably would be it for me. It's
0: very easily a a Friend Like Me. As
1: soon as they released
3: the Blu-ray of Aladdin. We bought mm-hmm. it right away, put it into the Blu-ray player, and went straight to that scene. Mm-hmm. And watched it in high def with the sound system, and I actually didn't care that Tiffany sang along with it, because <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> well,
2: see, And Robin Williams... When, yeah, when, that's when Robin, Robin Williams does not have a good singing voice. But he didn't need yeah, he didn't, to, because he pretty much
0: just... He's pretty much just... He, spoke he, melodiously. Yeah, he spoke yeah. melodiously, that is the right... Yeah. And, and did a little bit of scat with it, too. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, is that, you know, that... He uh, yeah. just, the, the thing is, he doesn't have a good... He, he doesn't have... Like, he would not have done well doing, uh, you know, whole, whole World World. <laughs> or for that matter, um... Um... Friend Like You, to go or whatever it's called... Um, the, 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 his opening song in the third movie.
1: I don't remember. It's been too long since I've seen Yeah.
0: It. The opening song in the third movie? Yeah. Not, 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 not... Uh, there's gonna be a wedding. Not, there's gonna be a wedding, but no. Where he sings about how he's been all over... Uh, no. Oh, return was, to Jafar. That was a Return to Jafar. Yeah. No wonder it didn't sound right. Never mind. Ignore me. <laughs> Ignore me! What? It wasn't even Robin. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't even Robin. But that guy couldn't sing either. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I can't but, remember the name
3: of the song, but I know yeah, I'm about. to just, be yeah, talking about where he's been everywhere, but it's not the same as being home.
0: Yeah, to be fair, Robin Williams wouldn't have been able to do that one justice either. Yeah,
2: but he
3: wouldn't. But, but they recognize that, and rather than actually try to get him to sing, they let him do what he does, and it worked out really well.
1: Yeah.
3: Although his voice at the beginning, though, because that was him singing Arabian Nights. Yeah. He and actually he, did that pretty well, well but it wasn't. Does, I, it was. I mean, it was coming from him, but it wasn't his voice. Genie was his voice. Yeah.
2: Right. Well, but then, <laughs> but when he did, uh, when he did uh, come together,
0: I, I, I've never seen this thing you were talking about. So,
2: uh, anyways, yeah, sorry. You'll we'll, we'll have to look it up.
0: The only um, thing, the only cooperation that I can think of between Robin Williams and Bobby McFerrin is "Don't Worry, Be Happy," mm-hmm. um, which <laughs> also has Bill Check Irwin in it. Yeah. It's and, just a music video for it, but it has Robin Williams, Bobby McFerrin, and Bill Irwin, who who is an amazing physical. He he is a he is a old school like in terms of training and performance style clown. And we'll see. Um, in all the best term way that ways that that word yeah. has. You know. and, and,
2: and and I think Robin and Bobby because Bobby Bobby McFerrin is, is just musical. I mean. He is the muse of music to me. Uh, any man who knows what he knows about the pentatonic scale, um, you know, yeah. and
0: <laughs> and you know also has a five and a half octave range and <laughs> plays yeah. his own bo- his own body as an instrument.
2: Yeah. Well, and they they did this thing on uh, on neuro, um, you know, on neural pathways and music in the mind. And Bob Muferan gets up and does this demonstration of how the pen, uh, the pentatonic scale. And I may be mispronouncing that. Um, Whatever. Anyways, how it always works. People always hit the pentatonic scale, no matter where he does, mm-hmm. what culture, what have you. And he, does, and he gets the audience to do it. And that's when he's it. done, mm-hmm. one of the guys goes, if you ever want a job in neuroscience...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that's because there, there
0: are two absolute universal facts of human culture. Music and theater. Mm-hmm. It does not matter. You can be in a completely illiterate society. There is music and there is theater. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And people will ask why the arts are important.
2: Yeah, yeah it, it is universal. <laughs> um, and, when, and when you, yeah, but um, that, and I think Disney recognizes that mm-hmm. to get it to yeah, bring it to Because that's a that's a major part of almost every
3: movie they do is culture is a huge part of virtually every mm-hmm. Disney movie and that usually goes into uh, theater and music. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. getting back to specifically Aladdin right now, another there's another actor in that movie who, it, the movie could have <laughs> still been good without him but he still helped
0: make that movie as good as it was Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried <laughs> which is the only movie I can say that about yeah, right. <laughs> it's about the only thing that Gilbert Gottfried has ever been in, in, in uh, engaged like involved in that I have been able to stomach yeah. that and uh, the aristocats or not aristocats but the aristocrats uh, very, very different. Th- two very, very different movies. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I haven't mean, actually seen is, *The Arista Cats. Him as
2: as the parrot. Iago. Iago, as as Lover. Iago. Yeah, it just. Yeah, and, and again, that was that was perfect casting. How did yeah. Gilbert Godfrey get famous? Iago, probably.
3: <laughs> I'm sure he did other things before I remember that. The first time I watched *Aladdin*, and you know the very mm-hmm. opening with the cave of wonders, parrot sitting on. I was already enamored by Jafar. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> interesting, lo- interesting looking bad guy because you go, you can tell he's the bad guy. Oh yeah, he's oh, got he the beard. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> then know. this parrot yeah. lands on his shoulder. like, okay, a parrot, whatever. He's like,
1: right the lamp, rap right
2: the
3: lamp. And I was like, geez, where'd you dig this bozo up? I was like, oh my <laughs> god. <it's not." laughs> I would, that Dude. is what completely hooked me into that movie, was Iago going from typical parrot to See? having
2: a personality. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay, now, Jafar, you knew was the villain because... He, was, wore, drawn <laughs> he was drawn that way.
0: He's, he, wore, he is bad, he's yeah. just drawn that way. <laughs>
2: yeah, he is bad because he's drawn that way. Now, did Jafar wear gloves? No. no. He's mm-hmm. one of the few Disney villains who doesn't. True.
1: Didn't even no. think about
0: them. <laughs> um, neither did Maleficent. The prototypes. Well, Maleficent is. Me. Neither did Hades. Um, he said few.
2: Yeah, there are <laughs> very few. We don't
3: need to pick through the hundreds of Disney movies to verify if that's true or not,
0: but. Uh, I guess the dad in Mary Poppins wore gloves sometimes.
3: Well, he wasn't a villain. <laughs> he wasn't a villain. Closest uh,
2: yeah. thing that movie had to one. But in yeah. the animated, in any most animated movies, if you watch, especially like uh, Frozen and um, uh, Tangled. Yeah. Male villains generally wear gloves. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, different
3: animation tropes that determine villains, like small pupils, like Jafar had. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the very thin build. Mm-hmm. very narrow the features angular features, features yeah and then the points on his shoulders that's like yes. <laughs> And and he's yeah. very dark colored he was like obvious villain yeah he had yeah. freaking Romulan uh,
0: shoulder spikes
3: yes. yes exactly
2: you know and, <laughs> and, and yeah in, yeah Disney villains the 80's called they want their pats back yeah <laughs> yeah, they want, this, they want their fashion back but uh, yeah Jafar was a great villain
3: mm-hmm. and the Like visually, that movie, not just the regular 2D animation, but the, they perfectly seamed in 3D computer generated animation into that movie without it looking out of place. With the carpet. Not just the, yeah, the carpet, also the entire Cave of Wonders Wonders as it was collapsing, the lava and all that, Um, the cave itself, the tiger head.
0: Yeah. A few of the exterior shots of Agrabah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Granted, it's our TV is newer than the stuff, though. Than the technology that was when the movie came out, it was kind of obvious on our TV that that was CG. But at the time, that was great. But
3: even on our TV, it's still for, right. it still for still looks, it looks great.
1: good, But it's compared that, that obvious to, now.
0: Compare that to the CG in like Ghost in the Shell.
3: She hasn't seen the animated Ghost in the Shell yet.
2: Compare that to the CG in The Mummy Returns.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or really... um, Or even the CG in, like, Inception.
3: But uh, Aladdin was probably not the first, but one of the first to do CG with 2D animation. Oh, glory. And they did it great. It's still, to this day... Beautiful, even in high in high def, you could see a little bit of the because uh, it was of yeah, the yeah, it was because of the hand drawing you could see the imperfections and the lines which I love anyway yeah <laughs> but it doesn't take away from just how beautifully done that movie mm-hmm. was right and that's something we don't have anymore nothing's hand drawn anymore yeah that's not yeah. true pretty much everything comes out of Studio Ghibli well that's Studio Ghibli. I'm talking about, I'm about Disney. Disney okay. Disney—they like, even announced we're not doing hand drawn anymore. Yeah. Even
2: if it looks hand drawn, it's still done on a computer.
0: Right. Well, that's because it's faster and cheaper.
2: Yes. Yeah, and I—I kind of okay. I—I—I I, I, I lament the loss of hand drawn, but if it makes it so they can do more and better, mm-hmm. you know.
0: And I don't mind. And they're wasting it on making a third Cars movie. <laughs> <I like> cars. <laughs> and.
2: People like it. You are well, entitled to that opinion, and it people... is wrong.
1: <laughs> not all people, but so
2: people. Okay, I, uh, yeah, and I think we've kind of <laughs> gone through what we can with Aladdin. Still, good. Still yeah. good. So who it's wants to talk about something else? One of the best Disney movies ever done. Tiff, since you're our guest tonight, you got anything that work, that works for you for Disney? A Disney movie that had a huge impact for you.
1: I wouldn't necessarily say a huge impact, but one of my favorites was Beauty and the Beast. And again, for me, it goes back to the whole music. Mm.
3: Yeah. Which we just saw the live-action adaptation recently, and it was...
1: Don't even get me started I'm on how amazing it was. Not going to compare the two was. because you
3: really shouldn't, but they yeah. were very true to the original. And yeah.
1: Which just is something that got me teared yeah. up, because it was she, amazing how trailers, it was. Just watching the trailers, yeah,
3: she would tear up just watching the trailers, because of how close to the
2: original yeah we'll see and beauty and the beast had a lot going for it i mean first of all they went back to a tried and true uh disney star in e. angela lansbury yes mm-hmm. and, and with mrs potts mm-hmm. um and granted i mean you, you you could make the comparison you know um um, Beauty and the Beast is just basically Stockholm Syndrome with a good with a good soundtrack. But, but it should it's... be pointed out. I'm sorry, but it very much should be pointed out.
0: Beauty and the Beast, like, um, shoot, 90% act- I would say mm-hmm. almost of uh, Disney's animated film library mm-hmm. is an adaptation.
3: Yeah. yeah. Inaccurate. For mo- almost all of them, but who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: well, they they take, they take a you know they they can take a horrible old story and turn it into something exactly because they're not afraid to you know
3: and to I yeah, I I disagree with people when they say that it's just Stockholm syndrome made into
0: a movie. You no, know? well,
2: because, I mean that's, that's a, it could be argued, but it, the thing I, is, I, well,
0: the Disney movie definitely is not. The source material really is. Well, yeah,
2: the source yeah. material
3: is, but the uh, way that the mov- the actual movie plays out, is not Stockholm syndrome. Right. Well, no, it's because because it's... he doesn't treat, and like the first couple of days, she's a prisoner. After that, yeah, it. She has like free reign of the castle. Right. Well and, and except for the West Wing. Except for yeah. <laughs> because the President lives there. And they legitimately <laughs> develop feelings for each other. It's not her well, yeah. just falling for him, it's mm-hmm. both of them. They well, hate each and other he,
2: first. Yeah, well and he you know, he gives her the library because <laughs> he knows. You know, he understands it about her. Um you know and and Shit, I'd fall for the beast for that library. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah okay, I can get I can get past the fur, um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's one thing I liked about it was that it it highlighted the whole brawn over brains um, cultural mm-hmm. um, favoritism. Yeah, Gaston has a line
3: in the original. Uh, I believe he said it in the new one too, where he. Tells Belle that she shouldn't be reading because then she'll start developing ideas and thinking. And, yep. Like, that is a perfect example of how men, for the most part,
2: used to think. Yeah. You know, some still do think that way, which is
3: stupid, but...
2: Well, and, 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 and it works on two levels because also everybody loves the physicality of Gaston. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole song devoted to it. Yes, nobody everything like Gaston. Yeah.
1: Talk about favorite mm. songs in a movie.
2: Nobody yeah. ha- nobody is
0: like Tropical Storm Gaston last year.
2: <laughs> yeah. And and it was you know, it's that whole celebration of hey football players and you know. Yeah. And and here is Belle who is an intellectual. Yes. And then you have the beast who honors that. Yeah. I, and that was to me. You know whatever else you may, you know people might want to say about it. I always, as a young nerd growing up, you know. What now, you were a nerd growing up then? <laughs> you <can> go figure. <laughs> no you know. way. Actually, no. Um, no, I I was also a jock growing up. Um, I played football, ran track. Um, I didn't. <laughs> huh. I didn't. I was in the theater. <laughs> I was also in theater. Um, But um, still, you know, even being an intellectual in that, you know, having the IQ that I did and tutoring not only most of my teammates, but their cheerleader girlfriends, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, in English and history and math, um, it was a, you know, that was a really cool to me um, validation.
3: Yeah. Yeah because it's not there aren't there weren't a lot of disney movies at that time that highlighted the fact that intelligence is actually a really good thing as as opposed to being good at shooting or being good at fighting being good at yeah, mulan strength <laughs> <laughs> and mulan is another example of smarts she outsmarted people rather than outfighting yeah. them yeah
2: yeah
3: she was a badass fighter too yes but she I'm also had a brick on her side. Yeah, with Disney's track record now on their live-action movies, I'm actually looking forward to their live-action Mulan. I'm... Um, eh. Especially with the stuff that they've said about it. They said it's not going to be a musical, it's going to be closer to the source material, and it is going to be Asian cast.
0: Well, that's good. That'd be cool. Asian cast is good. That's You cannot whitewash Mulan. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you do... Because, i will sw- i will slap the white out of it. that's you. something that disney has been getting a lot better about because even like for
3: moana they cast people they actually looked for people of the
0: right ethnicity for the roles they were playing
2: yeah. like even though the it rock. was voice yeah. yeah
3: yeah
0: dwayne johnson is like half Polynesian.
2: yeah yeah or simone so that's so why he's got that that uh, that tone to, to his skin yeah. that he does and you look at his features he has the Samoan, you know, mm-hmm. the roundness of face, and yeah. and the the voice even. I still haven't actually seen Moana. I heard it was really good, though. To it me,
3: it's the new Frozen, as far as how good it was. And, like, there's a song in it that, um, to me, replaces uh, Let It Go. Let It Go. I, yeah.
0: I only thought Frozen was okay.
3: But I'm not just talking about personal liking of it. I mean, just how popular it is and is going to be. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so...
0: Um, but other even, thing that's worth sorry yeah, go ahead uh, Beauty I'll and the say.
3: Beast was another one of those that had a perfect blend of CG with 2D animation yes yep, it
0: did the ballroom that bad. ballroom okay. scene yeah
3: I mean, as an artist growing up that almost made me tear up just at how beautiful that was I had never seen anything like that
2: yeah that was that was so well done and so with Beauty and the Beast too. And I've suddenly lost that train of thought. Never mind. Um, <laughs> it's like, what was I thinking? Holy that's
3: crap. another one, like Tiffany was saying at the beginning of this, that the songs in that movie, movie mm-hmm. are great.
0: Yeah. And, and God, I God, can never Beauty remember his freaking is name. Is such a good song. The yeah. guy who
3: voiced Lumiere.
0: Yeah, that guy.
3: He's from Law & Order.
0: Give me a second. I've got the Wikipedia page open. <laughs> I kind of thought I was going to need a computer for this one he's uh, Jerry Orbach Jerry Orbach Orbach,
3: one of the the older cop from the original Law and Order yeah Yeah. really yes yeah at the Tony I think it was the Tony Awards or it might have been Oscars or something but several years ago holy shit he sang the song
2: again be our guest
0: yes And it was great.
2: (laughs) Yeah, God.
0: Oh my God, I had no idea who that was. Yeah. And here's another thing that's really that that needs to be pointed out about Mm -hmm. uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I I was wrong. It did not win Best Picture, but it was nominated for Best Picture, which is still a huge deal—an Oscar, which in which in turn convinced the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, Mm -hmm. i.e. I would like to thank the Academy mm-hmm. the ones who give out the Oscars which the admittedly, Award yeah <laughs> which admittedly is you know a little bit self-congratulatory but still it forced the it forced the Oscars to generate a whole goddamn new category yeah by making people realize wait a second yeah animated movies mm-hmm. can be good and, a... or, or can be not just good but can be amazing art yeah because that was... As opposed to just hand-drawn art, they can
3: be...
2: The entire movie special, as Special, yeah, artistically art. special. Right. Well, I think... And the thing is, is that the Academy was late to that part.
0: Oh, yes, they were absolutely late oh, yeah. to that party. Oh, yeah. The Academy's yeah. always late to every party. <laughs>
2: um, because... I think they learned. Yeah, because... I, I'm sorry. When you, when you get to um, animation as an art form... Um, you go all the way to... Sorry, I'm going to make another drink. Um, you, you can go all the way... You can try to all the way back to Heavy Metal. Yeah, oh, man. man. <laughs> you know, which is another episode we could do. Um, you know, um, you know, Fantasia, which is another Disney movie that I think... We first, that, was
0: this, that was the one I was going to say I wanted to talk about uh, later. Later. Because that is... The single most important uh, Disney movie in my life.
2: Right? <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to steal you thunder on that. We, you know, we won't even go there. Um, well, I did, but that's fine. You know, we're not, not going to go, go into... into detail on it yet. Yeah. Um, but anything Ralph Bakshi ever did. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, that, we...
3: It's because of him that I got into Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Seeing that movie when I was a little kid. Yeah. The ring rates, the way that he did them, freaked me the fuck out when I was a kid, and that was yeah. that's saying something because something my sister and her friend did to me as a kid to sensitize me to horror movies. Nothing scared me, yeah. but the way that he did the ring rates by only half painting over them mm-hmm. d- in the rotoscoping, yeah, oh, that- with the lighting effect that he did, it made the ring rates. It's the same thing they did in *Darby O'Gill and the Little People* that I'm going to talk about later with the banshee. Yep. Mm-hmm. Similar process, and I freaking loved it, because the whole movie, on the ring race, that really
2: terrified me, but it made me scared for the characters, which didn't happen for me often. Exactly. Well, and, you know, and Disney, you know, kudos to Disney for forcing the Academy to realize, hey, animation is art. Yes. You know, Japan knew that a long time ago. Yeah. Disney learned that, you know, knew that, you know, um... (coughs) 'Cause you can do things in animation you just couldn't you used to couldn't do and you know, and Yeah, when I was a kid,
3: uh, I was still really into drawing. I told my all of my family I was gonna get into animation, and it was because of Disney. Yeah. My grandfather always told me, he said, You need to have something else because animation is just a fad. It's gonna it's not gonna last. <laughs> yeah. Well and see Disney it is was, it was like <clears throat> ten years later. Mm-hmm. He Apologize without apologizing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then kept asking, How, how's your art doing? Right. <laughs> well, see, now I'm going to go to my, my Disney movie of, of Impact. Um, oddly enough, that Impact was circumstantial. Um, it's a little-known movie uh, from 1979 that I actually got to see in the, in the theater uh, called uh, Unidentified Flying Oddball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've uh, seen that movie. You've seen it, right? <laughs> yes, I have. It was a great movie. It was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. I don't think I would call it a great movie, though. Well, no. It was, I mean, it was It was what it was. Um, I loved the shuttle with a little dome in the top and everything, which is, you know. Um, and I think that was what I originally fell in love with about the movie. Yeah. And then, you know, him and Hermes... You know, and you know, it's like, well, I'll explain after I'm burned at the stake. I'll explain to King Arthur. And he's like, um, sounds like pretty poor planning. Shouldn't you tell him about that before you're burned at the stake? <laughs> um, but, um, you know, and I'm badly mangling it, but, you know, there okay, was, I do
3: remember this movie.
2: Uh, you know, it's anyway. like, like, um, seem to be stuck. Do you have a wrench? A wench? Well, we have a variety of wenches, but uh, we don't put them to, right to such there. use. Bring in Meg, the kitchen witch. It's like <laughs> you know, um, but what it was about that particular movie was that it was the one who introduced me to portal fantasy because of the movie of uh, the book it was based on, a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. A kinetic Yankee. Connecticut Yankee and King oh, Arthur's court. Have you not read a
0: Connecticut Yankee and King
2: Arthur's Court? No. Oh my god. Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Mark Twain wrote the first Portal Fantasy. Um, you know, which is, uh, for those... Huh. Yeah, I've never heard the term Portal Fantasy. Okay, now, for those who've never heard of it... Sorry. Chicken, not stirred. This drink, absolutely. Okay, Uh, for the for the uninitiated, uh, portal fantasy is someone from the modern world taken and transported to a fantasy world or out of time and place. Okay. Uh, The Thomas Covenant Chronicles uh, are are you know a a classic example. So
0: is uh, Narnia.
2: Narnia is Narnia is portal
0: fantasy. Uh, John Carter of Mars. Is what portal about the fantasy.
3: reverse?
2: What if it's fantasy coming to modern world? That's also uh, portal I fantasy. also
0: portal fantasy. I mean, it's
2: yeah. a horrible example, but you know. right? <laughs> but yeah, I and mean, that's the idea: is, is you take somebody from uh, fantasy, you know, where fantasy and modern are put together. One of my favorites, um, you know, along those lines was the uh, was the um, Cormandy series. Um, duology I have them I will get them for you and let you read them <laughs> um, this is this is this lack in your in your uh, pop culture you know um, like kind of, uh, experience needs to be rectified. needs to be rectified yes um, but anyways it, it so was try a drink that will kill you
0: I'm good. This is a Corpse Reviver. I'm bringing you back to life, Tiff. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and Tiff's going for it. <laughs> Just take a sip. She sniffs it. Oh, look at that it'll, face. It'll burn a bit.
1: Oh, God, you weren't kidding.
2: <laughs> okay, I gotta give this a try.
1: What did you put in that?
2: This is a Corpse Reviver number two.
0: Um, with Fresh corpse. a slight twist. <laughs> um, wow, that is bitter. Corpse Reviver number two. I didn't add any syrup, any simple syrup to it. I usually do oh, to offset Damn, that's deeper. like
2: fucking Windex. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the yeah, gin. it does. That's actually, the gin talking. <laughs> it does actually
0: still need a little bit of simple syrup. I'm sorry. Mm. I forgot to put that in.
2: Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, I've got Pepsi if you want. But it's...
0: Um, <laughs> it's... It's... People Parts, uh, drink, gin, uh, dry vermouth, triple sec, lemon juice, and absinthe.
2: Oh, oh man. So... What was it about Oddball? Um, okay, well, it was it was the idea of someone going back in time, and the whole idea of portal fantasy, and it was from that that I first checked out um, a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court and read it. And at the time, better story, <laughs> uh, better story, but oh man, the it, for it. Remember, this was nineteen seventy nine. I was twelve. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Uh back when movies were still hand uh filmed? No 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 that was nineteen
0: seventy five. Yeah, way better uh, with simple syrup in it. Sorry everybody. No no.
2: Once <laughs> yeah, once is enough for a taste buds. Um you no know, no Star Wars seventy seven, fuck you. <laughs> um but it was it, it, it the idea of someone using modern ideas, modern ingenuity, you know, in a fantasy world. But more importantly... Someone with the laser gun and the armor, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And where he <laughs> sends Hermes into to joust for him, they knock the robot's head off. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the same thing in chickens. <laughs> <laughs> um, curious thing about that one. Um, a kid in King Arthur's court Mm-hmm. Which yeah. came out years later. Yeah, the same actor played Merlin <laughs> as in huh. who played Merlin in the first one, only he was more sympathetic. But um, it, you know and, and there's just little bits and pieces of it that I you know that I remember, but you know, it was, again, it was something that introduced me to a wider world. Yeah. Um, also introduced me to the other writings of of Mark Twain. Other than um, Uncle Barry Finn and, and Tom Sawyer, and Tom Sawyer, yeah, um, the man was a very widely written person. He was wide traveled and
0: just, you know. So it. it yeah. <clears throat> the only thing I can say negative about him is it was is that he was an anti Stratfordian. He didn't believe that Shakespeare uh, was a real person. Uh, <laughs> the so works of of William Shakespeare, anti Stratfordians do not believe that they were actually written by William Shakespeare which is ridiculous bullshit, but I think uh, a topic for another time. <laughs> right.
2: But, you know, it, he it, you know, was. that was... Um, and I, I think a lot of the Disney movies did the same mm-hmm. thing for me in that I look at the source material that they're drawn from. Yeah. And...
0: You know... I'd say it's actually a slightly more uh, authentic, uh, what you call it, adaptation than well than the king in, in King Arthur's court. Uh, king king so, king. More more. Um,
2: well, it, okay.
0: Honest. Um, that's not a word. Accurate. There we go. What. Uh, uh, on a, I, I think Oddball is more accurately uh, adaptation than a King Car- King
2: Arthur's court. Uh, they were no, in no way different because <laughs> King Connecticut and court, uh, King Arthur's court um, mm-hmm. it w- actually had no real plot except for him almost taking over and then starting a revolution.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, and it ended with him under siege. Bathrooms up on uh,
0: both bathrooms up the uh, the hall on the left. She's trying to be quiet about it. Yeah, <laughs> I know.
2: Yeah, yeah, no that, discretion that was your first here. mistake, <laughs> <laughs> but um, cause, yeah, it, I mean, not even close, but it you know, again, it, it, it expanded my world, and it, I think that yeah. was the, the biggest part of it mm-hmm. that and then the, the
3: Pidgey movies. So, I think I, I remember seeing Oddball once mm-hmm. a long time ago. And then I saw another movie that I think might have been also inspired by the same thing. Which was? Martin Lawrence and Black Knight.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Same, inspired Horrible movie. Well, it's, like, all,
0: it's all inspired by the same source material.
2: Right. Right. Connecticut uh, yeah. Yankee and King Arthur's Court. Right. Yeah. Before Portal Fiction came along um, as a term, it was a Connecticut Yankee tale or a Connecticut Yankee story. Yep. Portal mm-hmm. Fantasy sounds a lot better. Yeah,
3: it does. because it's, it's
2: easier soulful. to say. Yeah, <laughs> sounds cooler too. Yeah, Portal, Portal Fantasy. Fantasy.
0: Portal Fantasy. Now you're thinking with portals. Exactly. I was about yes. to say the same thing. <laughs> yes, I just couldn't quite get my GLaDOS voice going. You couldn't either. But I, I wasn't going she... for GLaDOS
3: Yeah, I don't try to mimic GLaDOS She might kill me. Yeah. Only if she finds out. <laughs> she always finds out. <laughs> I
2: always find out. <laughs>
0: Oh, look. This is the part where he kills you. (laughs) (laughs) The chapter title for that level is The Part Where He Kills You. Um,
3: I will occasionally try to imitate the uh, turrets. Because I love the turrets. I don't hate you. Are you still there? (sighs) Are you alright? You alright? Yeah. Everything's out okay? (laughs) anything else you want to think I started to say (laughs)
2: Overall, at one point for us well no okay I was there when that joke was invented fair enough (laughs) (laughs) you Uh, were there when when the concept of comedy was invented though yeah yeah, that was when that one ape in the cave slipped on the banana peel okay it's funny we make jokes about how old I am but I write young adult fiction what is up with that <laughs> it's just—it's just like when uh, when uh, um, Patty Briggs' husband asked me how I got into YA, my response was by accident. You write your maturity level. Please. Yeah, I write where I am emotionally. You know, but anyways,
3: you have anything else you want to say about Oddball?
2: Um, no, it was—I mean, like I said, it would it had the lasting impact, um, you know, in that. All Disney movies, a lot of Disney movies, I should say, are based on something. Mm. Uh, lion King based on Hamlet. Yeah.
0: Well, a mix of Hamlet and and uh, Henry the
2: And also a rip of a
0: Japanese movie. Yeah, well, yeah. Kim with the white lion cub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, that's the most direct thing that's a rip off of. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, that hurts. But it's in the past. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it doesn't matter. It's in the past.
0: Yeah. Well, every, all, like I said, 90% of Disney animated stuff is an adaptation of some yeah. sort.
2: Yeah. Fun, thing that, fun fact about Lion King. Another impact that had on my life. Um, when I was married the second time, um, my second wife, Audrey and I went to Disney World for our honeymoon and we got to see the actual drawing board phase of The Lion King. Oh, that glorious. That was
1: interesting. It was
2: amazing. Um, oh man, I forgot how good a drink this is. Um, Sorry. So, you know, and, and we and we Ooh, got to yeah. see the Disney animation, uh, you know, the, some of the Disney animation process. Also got to be in the uh, Indiana Jones stunt show.
3: Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
2: Alright, so we've talked about, so that's been three of us now. Yeah.
0: Wilkie, it's
3: your Good turn. turn uh,
1: well, yeah.
0: I'm not going to go into detail on
3: all of these because I'm going to just talk about them all at once. Because
1: we'd be here for another hour yeah. and a half. <laughs> we are, I, have, I have a group
0: of We movies. can come back. You know, well, <laughs> we can revisit Nostalgia. I have a deep. group of movies that all
3: have a similar type of impact and so they kind of fit together. Okay. Uh, Rapid fire in the forest, But Yeah. Darby O'Gill and the Little People, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, um, now my mind's going blank, but pretty much any of those older
2: live-action Mary Poppins. Live action Mary Poppins um, Herbie? No, no not no, Herbie. No, I I know, I know the theme that he's going
3: with. Yeah, here. any of the ones that had a decent mix of animation with live-action. The Incredible Mr. Limpet. Special effects... I mean, it's like, these one. these movies, for me... Dot not. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those movies, for me, that... Uh, even if they were adapted from something, they seemed like truly legitimate... They were all, all legit stories. Unique ideas mm-hmm. and
0: stories. Of those, the other one that I'm aware of... It's an adaptation. is Mary Poppins. Uh,
3: I think Darby O'Gill is based off of some kind of legend. Well, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, um, yeah. But the, but the, the underlying theme of all of those you know that you put out there especially when you told me about uh, Bed Nonsense and Broomsticks is also their their magical nature yes um, because Tolkien got me
3: initially interested in magic and then you have Darby O'Gill Bed and Broomsticks Mary Poppins all those in some way some more than others have to deal with magic but also and as far as the movie content goes that's part of what drew me to them but also the effects especially for their time the Leprechauns and oh, yeah. Darby yeah. O'Gill.
0: It was and the believable. freaking Banshee. Yeah, the
3: yeah. Banshee. Which the first time I saw Darby O'Gill was before I saw Lord of the Rings, and that, I think that's what part of what caught my attention is like that looks just like the freaking Banshee, and it. When I first saw Darby O'Gill, that was the only if part you of really it that
0: Chairs sitting in, it. or if you just want to yeah, stand. You're I love. me it. feel awkward.
3: Sorry. <laughs> I <laughs> loved the way the Banshee was done, and it's part of what made me love the animated lord of the rings movie and then the leprechauns just the way that they did that perspective similar to how they did some of lord of the rings and the hobbit um mm-hmm. but before they had proper computers to do it and mm-hmm. it's still believable mm-hmm. excuse me just all the effects that they did in those movies and were completely believable without high-tech Special effects, right? Yeah, and on top of that, every one of those movies have really good songs, good music, mm-hmm. and one
0: of them had Sean
3: Connery Sean singing. Connery, yeah, and he hated
1: it. Yeah.
3: as good as he was at singing, he
2: hated it. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily well, yeah. call Sean him very, very good at WDL, singing. But. but then you also had Angela Lansbury in and, yes. and Broomsticks. Angela yeah.
3: Lansbury, and I wish Angela I can never. My favorite song in Bedknobs and Broomsticks is always going to be. I can't remember the name of it because the name of it is what I have trouble remembering as part of the song. It's the incantation that she used to animate all of the... Not just the uh, suits of armor, but everything in the museum to fight the Nazis. Which I absolutely loved that. It was a bunch of animated suits of armor fighting Nazis. it's like, there's a Nazi who just unloads Mm -hmm. an entire magazine into one of these suits of armor. And... The suit just kind of shakes a little bit, and you can hear the bullets rattling around in him. Opens up the faceplate, and then just starts spitting them back out. Right. <laughs> uh, was, I can remember parts of the incantation.
1: Oh, the incantation uh, was the title of the song itself. Yes,
3: and she she turned it into a song essentially to explain why she's singing because Disney movies don't usually explain. So,
0: why to locomotion.
3: I think that was the name of the song. Um, yeah, that was the name of the song and the name of the spell, and then but the incantations what I have trouble remembering. Um, I just, just looked this up. Triguna... Um, yeah, Triguna Makoides Chacorum Satis D. That's a major part of the song. She just repeats yeah. it multiple times and then explains what it's for. And it's one of the most memorable songs in that movie. Mm-hmm. And that movie, out of all the ones that I've mentioned, that one had the most different effects in it because they actually go to... Another world where everything's animated. They go underwater and they have not necessarily believable but really good effects to make it look like they're actually underwater. And then there's still animated characters. Yeah. And then there's the animated suits of armor, which none of it is CG, it's all practical stuff because they didn't really have CG. The only Right. And same with Darby O'Gill, all practical stuff. And the way they did the Banshee, the same way they did is a rotoscoping, is that what it's called? Where you film it yep, and paint it's over it. called rotoscoping. And then for the Banshee, they only half did it. So it looked ghostly. Right. right. And all that stuff is part of what inspired me to want to wanna get into animation. Mm-hmm. I just always, anytime I had a chance to watch those movies, I would. Oh, yeah. So, Absolutely. And as much as I love all of Disney's animated movies, those ones were what started my love of watching movies. Uh, cause I used to not like sitting in front of a TV doing stuff, watching stuff, but those kind of movies is like, I got, as much as I was into the story, I was also into seeing what are they doing new? So I love new developments, even if it doesn't look incredibly great at first, the fact that it's new, like for example, uh, Tarkin and Leia in Rogue One. Right, yeah. Even though it didn't look perfect, the fact that they were able to get it that good, it's oh, still yeah. an amazing step. Yeah, yeah, it's an amazing step. And Boy. it looks even better on Blu ray. Oh, yeah, I imagine so. Um, <sighs> and then those, oh, yeah. those eventually led into what is my ultimate favorite animated Disney movie, and that's Sword in the Stone. For uh, mostly the same reasons as what we said for everything else. This is it's I love a great yeah. story, even though it's horribly inaccurate to the lore. Yeah. Still a great movie. Archimedes I always is felt so character.
0: bad. For the squirrel girl, right? I was I was so glad when I ran across um, the younger one, right? Not the older one. Yeah, the, the one <laughs> who had her, her poor little heart broke. Yeah, um, I I was so happy. There's there's a lot a lot of people apparently felt really bad for her. Yeah, so mm-hmm. much so that there is a lot of fan art out there of her having been now transfigured into a human and being one of Arthur's knights.
1: See, I, <laughs> I
0: always pictured that as being an awesome way to do a sequel to *Sword in the Stone*. He's <laughs>
3: recently become king and he's lonely and so Merlin goes out and turns that squirrel into a human Mm -hmm. and Merlin as a way to help him figure out what people are in general are like has to teach her to human I always thought that would
2: be a great sequel and that helps him learn to understand people as a king right Mm -hmm. which is funny because that's a term that was bandied about in in a game in
3: our Marvel game yeah, yeah we have several characters in that Marvel game who are learning to human it, two androids um, two androids
0: so, and a cat girl yeah so a Marvel game that I can't play in <laughs> sorry it's Thursday night <laughs> I know
3: um this Thursday yeah the uh, the older squirrel that was into Merlin I always thought every time I watched that movie it reminds me of my great aunt yeah <laughs> I always wanted to throw her throw her to a wolf
2: <laughs> well there's um and, and just when you start mentioning that and then um, choo choo bang bang.
3: Yes, was that? that was one of the ones I couldn't think of.
2: Yeah, I don't know why I, c- I was like I thought about it
3: while everyone else was talking, and then when I started listing, I was like, what was that one? Choo choo bang bang is such a weird movie. It is. It is very weird. Um, but what still, is with, and what is with with
0: having to deal with Nazis? That it's the, it's the times.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember, okay. Remember up until the seventies and eighties. World War Two was the big one because we didn't talk about the Vietnam War um, yeah. up until Platoon and Full Metal Jacket. So up until then, uh, World War Two was where all our heroes came from. Yeah, yeah, and still, it was always it was. I mean, and Nazis were our were yeah. our big enemy. Nazis were
0: the big were, were the were the boogeyman there. Yeah, Which, you know...
3: I mean, Let. even though it was you know twenty or thirty years later. Twenty-three years. Uh, I can't math right now. Uh, that's why Lucas based the Empire on mm-hmm. Nazis. The their uniform, even Vader's helmet, is based off of a German no, helmet.
0: That's because they're one of the last truly definitive bad guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In history, and didn't Narnia start with World War Two? Also, that's why they were. Going it was to yeah. Well, it was, it, ha- it was happening uh, during the Blitz. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, growing up in the '70s. But that one was more sort of Lewis making things kind of topical because um, he lived it. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and and Narnia was written during, you know, just like uh, just like um, um, Lord of the Rings was was World War I. was an analogy World War One and World War Two. Um, so yeah, it's it was one of those things that Disney picked up on that. Um, but even in, I'm, I remember even comic books as a kid, um, you had, you know, Sergeant Rock. Um, um, yeah, they didn't just create superheroes. They also had currently
3: established heroes dealing with, <sighs> mm-hmm. there was oh. actually one, if I remember, <sighs> one Superman issue that got a lot of people upset because he decided he was tired of the, world war, of the war going on and just flew over and took Hitler and brought him back. Mm -hmm. And that upset a lot of people because it made it seem like the effort that they were putting in wasn't sufficient. Yeah. Like like the comic was trying to insult them.
0: Yeah. The first appearance of Captain America was him literally punching Hitler in the
2: schnoz. Punching him, but not capturing him. Yeah. Which, of course, led to, yeah, punch Hitler out... (laughs) <laughs> yeah in the movie yeah. it's okay I've, punched, it's okay. Out guess, I've punched out Hitler 37 times <laughs>
0: uh, I think if we might we should talk a little bit about my favorite Disney movie now cool Fantasia
2: well yep <laughs> man
0: not just The Sorcerer's Apprentice Not on Witch Mountain
3: yeah, yeah. Not on Witch Mountain Bolt Mountain Mountain Baldman, Baldman, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I love that one. I could watch yeah.
0: that like on a loop. Yeah, <sighs> the, uh, the, the 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 everything they did with the Nutcracker suite. Yeah, so yeah. Spe- And and most specifically to me, the da- the mushrooms, the dancing mushrooms. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> Between the animation and the music, mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed with two thousand. But we're not talking about two thousand. Yeah. Okay. No. But Fantasia um,
2: itself. Well, and, and you know, when you approach it with the idea um, of using another medium to tell a story. Yeah. Yeah. And only. Because there's it's...
3: literally no dialogue in the entire thing. No, no, there's
2: just... a very small amount. But.
0: At the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> when Mickey is talking to Leopold uh, Straczynski? Leopold someone. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Stakowski. Mm-hmm. Or as uh, most people just know him uh, from the Bugs Bunny cartoon, tune, Leopold, because <laughs> Leopold. he was only the Leopold. single <laughs> most famous music conductor of. Yeah. Well, it's not really yeah, I music Bugs
3: too. disguised himself as Leopold. As Leopold Stokowski. Yeah.
0: Um, um, and he desert. was famous specifically for not conducting with a baton. Yeah. Because he didn't keep. The, he didn't actually like conduct a rhythm per se, he pointed. Mm hmm. He was one who was. Your turn, your turn. It was turn. like, your okay, turn. you guys now, and
2: then you, and then. Yeah. Well, and, and he. And... God. So, yeah, the. the I think that's one of my that, favorite
3: Bugs Bunny bits is when he did that.
0: Yeah. And that was actually him trying to be pretty darn accurate, accurate too.
2: But the, the idea of telling a story without words, without yeah. dialogue. Mm-hmm. anytime you go there, it's like any artist ups their game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the most memorable, and, and it, it starts, I think, with... Silent films? No, not silent films, because even they would have dialogue. Some and of them I have. I all. can't get through, I've tried, I can't get through a
3: silent film, but I love Fantasia.
2: Yeah, because, well, okay. It, it, it in modern the modern version some of the most memorable situations some of the most memorable versions or episodes or or issues GI Joe what's one of the most memorable issues I don't know because I don't really follow GI Joe it was the one with snake eyes and um, um, when you say or, issue, are you talking about the comics? Yes. Okay, I didn't read there the is, comics. There is an issue with of G.I. Joe with Snake Eyes and... It was not Lady J. Who was the... I don't know. Scarlet? Scarlet. Uh, Snake okay. Eyes and Scarlet knew no. that Well, obviously. Or like. tells an entire <laughs> story, including the connection between Snake Eyes and uh, uh, Tiger. Uh, Snow Tiger? Tiger? White Tiger? Storm Shadow? Storm Shadow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um,
0: y- y'all are speaking a foreign language right. as far as I'm concerned. Right. So good, then, pow- good Good. power to
2: you. Uh, Buffy. I, yeah. With The Gentleman. The Gentleman, yes. Oh my god,
1: that episode was so creepy. <laughs>
2: well, you know what part of the reason why that episode was so creepy?
1: No dialogue.
2: Doug fucking Jones. The guy who or, played... The, the main gentleman, yeah. yes.
0: Or like the reason that Wally is my favorite uh the majority, majority of my favorite movie. Only Pixar said, movie. Yeah, only things the first forty minutes of the movie yeah. the only the, the only thing the only wow. words you get are Eva, Wally, e uh, directive and lyrics from from uh not my fair lady, um <laughs> it's not is it my Fair Lady? I don't remember
3: the song. I can't remember. No, it's it's uh, I think another good so example they close. Too, um in non-animated form. The Justice League Avenger crossover uh, Batman and Captain America fighting. But they fighting, invented, not fighting? Yeah, they they did basically shadow boxing where they threw fake blows at each other to study each other's personality. And it was an entire Panel, not just like one or two parts of it. It's like the entire page of them dancing around each other, and you get what's going on without mm-hmm. a single word, because there wasn't even text to describe what's going on. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I and mean. then it
3: ended with uh, Batman telling Cap said that it would be a hard fight, but I'm pretty sure you'd win. But
0: I don't. Hello, Dolly. Yes. Yeah, sorry.
3: Oh, no, it was <laughs> Cap saying it would it take a while. I'm pretty sure I would win. But I don't think I need to, do I? And Batman is like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. They suss each other's personalities out by watching each other fight each other, and without throwing a single blow, determined,
2: I don't need to fight you. Yeah, and the most epic non-fight ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, Marvel's best. Yeah. DC's best
3: hand-to-hand. Yeah. Which, well, technically, second, second best. best. But yeah. Um, but either
0: way. Well, you mean Marvel's second best or no, DC? No,
3: Batman is technically
0: DC's second
3: best hand-to-hand After fighter. Roy Harper. No, after Green Arrow.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, especially with the new 52. Roy's a, yeah. Roy's Roy is a metagene is
0: that, lets him, that lets him actually literally learn anything he sees. So
3: I don't remember that ever being a thing for Roy. Yeah. He it's eventually a... got a cybernetic arm. Yeah, and turned into <laughs>
0: Arsenal and became a giant pansy, but still...
2: But, yeah, either way.
0: Anyway, um, also, Iron Fist is Marvel's best hand-to-hand fighter, canonically. Uh, actually, I thought it was Cap. It is Cap. As far
3: as hand, strictly hand-to-hand skill, Cap is considered the best in Marvel. Because he knows more than one style. It is, it's not just
2: um, technique. It's also how it's used. And Cap's in better shape and has better reflexes. <laughs> But that's a super soldier serum, so that's also kind of cool. So. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but. Fantasia, yeah. Oh, wow, we like got off track hard. There. Holy shit. But, but Fantasia, with that. For how long? A...
0: Shit, like 10 minutes. But, <laughs> what was, was it the Night, was Night was on, it? on Bald Mountain? Was that yeah, that yeah. the one with Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. one with, where literally the devil shows up. Yeah. I thought it was somebody else. Well. I'm pretty sure it was. It's not officially literally the devil, but it's, yeah, it's totally the name devil.
3: based off of another demon, I think. But either mm. way, it was still, it's uh, Disney's Halloween, which was like a compilation of various Halloween-themed stuff, like from Sleepy Hollow, mm-hmm. and they had Night on Bald Mountain. That was the first time I actually saw that, and when I found out I was on Fantasia, that's what made me watch Fantasia. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah. then The Sorcerer's Apprentice.
0: Didn't Yensid speak a little bit in that? Carnabog. By the way, um, is the demon. Okay. For Night on Ball Mountain. Uh, Yen Sid did not actually speak
3: Okay, I thought he did for some No, reasons. all he
0: did was glare. walk in <laughs> and glare. Yeah. And Which is all he had to say, I, too. I about shit a
3: brick playing Kingdom Hearts and saw Yen Sid <laughs> in one of the games. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, you know, it, it's just the whole thing, you know, telling That's the story wizard with, and with music.
0: Premise. It's also Disney spelled backwards. Yes. Um,
1: I've never seen Fantasia. We will and fix that. I think
0: I, That is a problem that should be fixed. Yes, that is a Fantasia 2000 one. is kind of okay to miss. It's beautiful, but... It's beautiful, <laughs> but it does not in any way compare to the 1940s yeah. movie. And I'd yeah. love to see
1: both of them to say that I've seen them both. It's worth seeing. Wor- it's worth seeing.
0: But me, if you're only ever going to see one, skip 2000. The yeah, see the, the original. original.
3: Under no other c- circumstance would I actually spend time on the couch watching... Um, a bunch of alligators and hippos, hippos. dancing ballet
2: <laughs> and mushrooms and mushrooms right so, and um, brooms yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah brooms um, with bu- with water buckets yeah and it's it, just, are you familiar with the sorcerer's apprentice that's, that's right. where that that came from fantasia
1: I figured as much when the title is the name is the same as and the They name, even, the title they the even referenced
3: it a bit when they had him. He's like, oh crap, I need to clean this place yeah, up. And So he starts animating the, the brooms and,
0: and, and yeah. Nicolas Cage comes and shuts it down. like, yeah. bad idea. I've tried that before. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's and like, the, yeah, the, the,
0: the thing and it, the that is, is true. Um, the, thing, the thing also about Fantasia sorry, I'm going to talk over you um, all of the pieces are just actually the names of the musical pieces. Right. So, like, Night on Bald Mountain is called that because that's the name of the composition. And I- <coughs> the Sorcerer's Apprentice is that because it's called the Sorcerer's Apprentice.
3: Right. Night on Bald Mountain. I
0: love that music. Oh, uh, the music was what- so good. That was that's I think more than anything what makes. Yeah, that I think is more than anything else what
2: makes the Original Fantasia better than Fantasia Two Thousand. Was the musical selection? Yeah. Well, and the and that was where I was going to go as well. Is the music uh, in Fantasia just all orchestral? Yeah. yeah. No special, you know. My preferred type of music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just and uh, storytelling at its best.
0: Here yeah. are your pieces for Fantasia, the program, and it was laid out as having as being the program. Toccata and Fugue in D Minor.
1: One of my favorite pieces. The
0: Nutcracker Suite, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Rite of Spring, uh, The Pastoral Symphony, Dance of the Hours, and Night on Bald Mountain.
3: And that's the order they play in the movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it's the program. Yeah. And then in the middle, there's an intermission uh, where, uh, where where there's a little bit of. Jazz music uh, with a clarinetist playing,
2: <laughs>
0: um, and also an introduction of the orchestra.
2: Yeah, I just. Fantasia I just was... want to rewatch
0: Fantasia.
2: Yeah, man. I yeah that's one I want to rewatch. Um, so we're having a
0: movie night at your place at
2: some point soon, Wookiee? That sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasia is on that. Yeah, you, you just don't. And when you think about what they had to work with at the time, orchestral instruments, ink, and cellulose. Cellulo- yeah, yep. And they didn't uh, recycle recently. anything like a lot of other
3: Disney movies do.
2: Yeah, no, they they all that. But when you go back to the whole thing, the whole just, you know, back in the day... They were pioneering animation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, That's because Disney was a visionary. Yeah. Yes.
0: Walt Disney was a genius.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, to me, that would have been an exciting time. And he wasn't an anti-Semite. Sorry. Right. <laughs> that, that would have been such an exciting time to be alive. Oh, man. He was a genius, <laughs> and he also saw the best in people.
3: Yeah. 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 Um, that's that movie Saving Mr. Banks, where Tom Hanks played Walt Disney. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He did a very good job. People who I mean, Tom Hanks is indirectly related to Disney. Uh, I'm
0: not familiar with that movie.
3: It's about the making of Mary Poppins. Oh. Uh, it's the woman who wrote the book, constantly fighting with Disney about things she didn't want done in the movie that they were doing. and
1: Wasn't she played by Emma Thompson? Yes, but
3: Tom Hanks played Walt Disney, and people who actually knew Disney and people who were more directly related to him said that Hanks performed the part perfectly. And Hanks himself is, I think he's like a distant cousin or something of Walt. Yeah. But he played the part perfectly, and one of the biggest things about his personality was you don't call him Mr. Disney. You call him Walt. And he Mm -hmm. calls everybody else by their first name. Yeah. And everything's about... What gets the most fun and the most enjoyment out of everything?
2: Yeah, and, and you see that in, in a lot of the early Disney stuff. Um, it, it you know it was fun. It was you know, and, and then you you get some of the some of the other Disney early Disney movies. They were never going to be huge, but they were just mm-hmm. fun. The Apple Dumpling Gang, um, <laughs> Shakiest Gun in the West, uh, Don Knotts. The Incredible Mr. Limpet. The Incredible Mr. <laughs> Limpet. Yeah, which Mark, which Randy has at home. Oh, um, I, I just
3: remembered another one. I, I don't need to talk about it, but just another one I wanted to list with my group. Blackbeard's Ghost.
2: Blackbeard's
0: Ghost.
3: I freaking yeah. love that movie. And, and, and they,
2: Escape to Witch Mountain. Escape to Witch Mountain. To Witch
3: Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Witch Mountain. All right,
0: forget that one. Um, it's not re- the one with the rock. It's remake with the rock was okay, mostly yes. because the rock was in it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <clears throat> Um, yeah, because they were trying to be Nickelodeon. and <laughs> But, I mean, and.
3: Oh, God, I need to rewatch a bunch of these movies. Yeah. I want so, was, ship,
2: was Shipwrecked Disney?
0: Let's see. I don't
2: know. I can't even think of the plot of Shipwrecked. Or who was it? Yes. It's pretty much what it sounds
0: like Shipwrecked. Uh live action Disney were from 1991.
2: I thought it was older than that. Huh? was that a retelling of the Su- Swiss family no uh,
3: um this kid and his brother both join a ship I think it's to earn money for their family and it gets shipwrecked and he's surviving on this island what he thinks is alone and then pirates show up and then he also finds his brother uh-huh. and it's about them surviving with the pirates on the island also right and it, was, it was a memorable actor if I remember right that played the pirate but I can't think of his name
0: <laughs> it um Oh, actually, so, uh, well, I'll, I'll
2: mention it here in, in passing when we're at the end. Never mind. <laughs> but uh, see, and I remember Disney was such a big part of my life growing up because I grew up, again, you know, old. Yeah. Um, grew up in the 70s and 80s when we only had three channels. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, when, when Channel 4 was HBO and that was cable. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
3: funny how much we've, been talking about how much of an impact disney has had on us and so far we've only been talking about like theatrical movies right well that's because
0: we're trying not to talk about i know but that's
3: still that just goes to show how much of an impact disney has had if that's all we've been talking about is the movies so far yeah we can do
0: you know probably yeah. half a dozen different episodes on and different And I parties. am totally game to spread those out. Over yeah. Time. yeah we're not going to front load everything Disney. I think next week we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, if everyone can manage to see it this week. And we are seeing yeah. it this weekend.
2: Okay, sweet. Um, I'm uh, going to be in Columbia this weekend, but I'm going to try and see it. I'll get my brother to recommend a couple movie theaters for you. Okay. Um, my brother out there. Just one point. Yeah, this is... Since we're kind of talking nostalgia. Mm. Um, and... Um, Want to kind of share this out as part of part of the of this whole episode? Wonderful World of Disney, you know, came on a certain night every week, mm-hmm. and you know, watching the whole Disney thing and knowing that I was going to be seeing something wonderful, thermal, something wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it was the Wonderful World of Disney because that was, um, it was a purely. It was a very apt title. Well, but and, and then there's some, there's something different to this as well. When I grew up, we didn't have CDs, we didn't have DVDs, we didn't have VHS even. Mm-hmm. But well, we did have a storybooks and record players. And beta. Stonefish with a <laughs> third beak. Yeah, Stonefish with a beak. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, used to, I grew up listening to those old songs. Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. Yeah. I used Jane to... I used to... King, King of the Wild, Wild Frontier. King. Okay, now Disney can try and try and end, but um, but yeah, it's I, I grew up with with forty, you know, with forty five records of, of that, um, and uh, oh God, what was it uh, Battle of? Uh, there was, I mean, Disney kept things into in. in um, I'm in the right. modern lexicon that ordinarily would have faded. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Revolutionary War songs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Yeah. And... Although Ken Burns brought a few of those back. Yeah.
0: Well, Revolutionary, sorry. Yeah. Not Revolutionary. Civil,
2: civil War, yeah. That was, um, but was Disney, Uh But it was, you know... You watch the, you know, Wonderful World of Disney. It's where I first watched the Shaggy Dog, where I first watched the Shaggy Da, mm-hmm. where I first encountered. Of course, I encountered some of the Herbie the Love Bug movies in the theaters. Mm-hmm. It's where I first
0: encountered Zorro, uh, because admittedly, I, the Wonderful World of Disney was not a was not a thing mm-hmm. in active production when I was a kid. Yeah. However, um, if you stayed up late enough, um, like I would on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney would would pull um, would pull archival uh, shows on the, Disney, really the Disney Channel. the Disney Channel other than Banderas.
1: Nope. You are missing We're,
0: out. I
3: think oh so I heard.
1: I, I
2: think Hulu I'm, has the classic yes, Disney Zorro. Hulu
0: has some of the Zorro.
2: Yeah, and, and, are and are you know the that 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 blue thing in my living room.
0: I've never been inside your house. There were lots been to of things in No, I've given you a ride of times. times I know exactly about. where you live. I've just never been yeah. inside it.
2: The one that has police box on it? Oh, the blue box. <laughs> yeah. The TARDIS? Yes. What I about mean. it? We're going to have to take her into that uh, and, and take her back to the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, like I said, I think Hulu has a lot of the old... Cl- yeah. I think it's actually in
3: color, though, instead of the original black and white.
0: Well, some of it was color and some of it was black and white.
3: Yeah. Um I think eventually though they went back and colored the rest of it.
0: The Mask of Zorro,
1: but yeah. the, the original the Mask TV of Zorro, series, not the
0: shitty remake yeah. movie. The Disney
3: TV series, the Mark of, of Zorro, Zorro, for that matter, was amazing.
1: Yeah.
3: It's <sighs> so funny, uh, but also exciting, and pretty much exactly what Zorro should
0: be. So know. very good. It was like, and, and honestly, the Batman first band, band the first Bandera's, uh, Zorro movie was really good it was, too. Yeah. yeah. It was actually a very
2: good adaptation, I thought. Yeah, it was when it was when Banderas and... Uh, um,
0: Anthony Hopkins, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: well, it, it was in the second one when Banderas and... Uh, Zeta-Jones. Zeta-Jones. Zeta Catherine Zeta-Jones is a pretty actor. She's a good actor, but she's not a comedic actor. No. No, she is not. <laughs> and, yeah, she... Yeah, Legend she, of Zorro was lacking. Yeah. Um, but The Mask of Zorro...
0: I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. Or The Mark of
2: Zorro. Yeah. And when you with when you the original, they actually, you know, they had better Spanish accents. Yes. Because mm-hmm. Zorro's
3: one of those where if they ever do another adaptation, I don't want them to modernize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In which somebody's trying to right now, and I hate it. Because I've seen the trailer for How
0: it. do you modernize Zorro when it's about, it's set in the future, uh <sighs> case. yeah you have to you have to not only modernize it you have to fling it in right. the future uh, california
3: is being controlled by some ca- type of new government and they're not treating their people right so this guy i don't think he's a descendant of zorro but he somehow learns of the legend of zorro takes on the idea but his sword and his whip are the same weapon like, that's, it looks that's like fine. it's looks like it's a straight blade katana and he hits a button and it So he's Ivy from Soul SoulCalm. Exactly. Um, And he wears a, no, he doesn't have a hat, but he has like a mask and then a tactical suit. It's like if they took um, mid-range Batman from Batman Begins before he had the cape Mm -hmm. and gave him a sword. Yeah. Well, you know. He still has a horse. It's in the future. Everyone's got tanks and stuff and he's running around with a horse and a pistol and that sword.
2: Who knew
0: he was Polish? (laughs) (laughs) Or my character from a Star Wars game, <laughs> <laughs> but
3: uh, but if they ever any Zorro that is ever made, like they even did an animated series where it's in the future, and I hated it. Yeah. You know, any, any,
0: adaptation, any good Zorro needs to be yeah. set during the, uh, during the during the during the Mexican American War, pretty yeah, much, right. or or right around that time.
2: Yeah,
3: or when California or, is trying to get its independence from say, Mexico,
0: Spain. well, Spain. Yeah. No, Mexico,
3: Spain. so I would I would love a new Zorro series if they kept it in historical. the spirit of Yeah,
0: that. keep it historical. Yeah. You know, the only problem is historical is expensive. And historical is such a niche because history wanks want to will 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 nitpick every single last goddamn detail. You know who could do it?
3: Disney? Uh, well, Disney definitely could. Because but they're the also, ones still on the rights. <laughs> but also the History Channel, who did Vikings. History Channel. Oh, they yeah, could certainly they could do, do it. it.
2: Because they would have, yeah. But the thing is, is the reason that historical nuts get to, so is because the information is available. Yep. Um, and it can be done. And it can be done for cheaper now. We are going to fix the fact that you've not seen anything of Zorro other than
3: Yeah. I mean, Banderas is a good movie, the first one. Yeah. But you need to see classic Zorro. Yeah applied, you put the pointy end in the other guy.: yeah. <laughs> you know yes, Point goes in the other man.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I will admit that I've never seen any of the old movies. The, the old movies are actually really kind of horrifically violent for the time. Right? Yeah um, I have seen no, keep in mind every TV series I've seen. Keep like. in mind, horrifically violent for the time
3: for the time. And I want. I think on Amazon I found the the one that was on Fox Family Channel. It was like in the nineties, Zorro. Yeah. Uh, I think I found it for like twenty bucks for the whole series. Oh, so I'm probably cool. gonna, oh, even though it's DVD, and I hate buying DVDs
0: instead of Blu-rays. I'm probably gonna buy it. Not everything's on Blu-ray, Wookiee. I know. <laughs> yeah. But
2: uh,
0: <clears throat> um, I feel like now we've got about ten minutes left. We should just kind of rapid fire mention some other things that other matter.
3: great. Without Disney going into Disney detail, Disney. just Disney movies we love? Yeah. Black Hole. I don't think I've even heard of the Black
2: Hole. I've never heard of the Black Hole. I
3: don't, I've heard of Black Cauldron. <laughs> Black Cauldron. <laughs> which was... Mary Poppins. Yeah, which yeah, we covered
2: Mary Poppins.
0: Um, um, a movie that matters to me Im- immensely um, for... Uh, it, it's one of it's one of the standard movies I try to watch every every year around Christmas time. Um, is a Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes, um, one of the best ones.
3: I on love the Indian. Muppet movies. I, a- admittedly,
0: admittedly, Disney did not. I mean, Disney did own the Muppets at that point. They didn't uh, start out owning the Muppets, but right. the Muppets were are nearly like Jim Henson would have been really good friends with Walt Disney.
2: Yeah, I think uh, they, were, they were cut from the same cloth.
3: Yes. <laughs> Was Nightmare Before Christmas Disney? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, That's one that deserves a mention. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's a good Christmas or Halloween movie or
3: yeah, both,
2: depending on. Yeah, depending on how when you you're watching it. it.
0: Yeah. Um, of
2: Was not Scrooge a Disney movie? Maybe. I don't know. With Murray. Yeah.
3: I don't remember. Mickey's Christmas Carol is one of my favorite versions no.
2: of. Mm. Oh um, no, no! But no. then we, was right. not a, oh, we okay. got Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, most of them. Not
3: all of them. Mm-hmm. The first one was definitely a great movie. Yeah,
2: but I. Mean, I really liked On
0: Stranger Tides. Yes. Yeah. Dragon Slayer was a Disney movie. What? Yeah. Yeah. Did not realize that. There's a lot of uh,
3: oddball Disney movies that you would never have guessed were Disney if you didn't look.
0: Yeah. I, I would also mention pretty much any of the Herbie movies except for Herbie fully loaded.
3: That's the one that Lohan did? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Freaky Friday. The original Freaky Friday? Yeah. Freaky Friday. You know, the second one wasn't bad either. It was not bad. It's um, um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Because, You yeah. almost can't go wrong
0: with Because it. Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, yeah. For that she matter, she counteracted Lohan. Yeah. For that matter, actually, the um, well, actually, Lohan did pretty good in that one, imitating
2: Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah.
0: And for that matter, what was the uh, I mean, the one where my brain is not funny? Twins. Who's yeah, twins. Places. The Parent Trap. Parent yeah. Trap. The, I actually prefer that. we're good. I actually prefer the the Lohan, Lohan version of the Parent Trap to the original one. And that's
3: mm-hmm. another example of like the original. Doing something that was not commonly done, having the same actress play the same part Paper. and play two different parts. Yeah, and making it look
0: Legit. like they were both in the same
3: room yeah. together. Yeah, double exposure and things like that. I mean, there are shows today that don't get that right. Yeah, I and mean, mm-hmm. they they, they
2: make yeah, it
0: look. hard to do. Yeah. Yeah.
3: One of my um, favorite.
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry. One of my Shoot. favorite. You don't
0: haven't talked do do much. Keep going.
1: One of my favorite Disney movies... Speak up now. <laughs> one of my favorite Disney movies that brings back a lot of nostalgia for me was Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Granted, I was five when movie. that came out. I went with my aunt my mom and my sister to one see it. I mentioned tears. I wasn't
0: born when they came out. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to point out that my favorite Disney movie, Fantasia... Ben wasn't alive when it came out. (laughs) (laughs) It came out in nineteen forty. Who made Dark Crystal? Fantasia. Really? Um, I didn't
1: think it was that old. Yeah, Fantasia was nineteen.
0: No, that was Henson before. Yeah, that was Henson before before uh, Disney owned it. Okay, because uh, yeah, Stroud. That's uh, getting us getting or already got a sequel book. That's cool.
3: Yeah, I, yeah, that's something else you need to watch Don't
0: Fantasia, the original Fantasia came out on November the 13th of 1940 uh, wow, never ending story? No, nope, no. not Disney not Disney, German
3: film
2: film company actually okay. which is strange but still Yep. Yeah. I'm um, <clears throat> trying to think of what else uh, Flubber Antimino uh, Professor <laughs> the Minor Professor the Nutty Professor
0: and you know it's it's really weird the one with Cherry Lewis is a laugh riot
2: that's not Cherry Lewis yeah Yeah. which that one if I'm remembering right um no wait that's a different one Jerry Jerry Lewis did one where he did almost Mm -hmm. a Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde that's the Nutty Professor the Nutty Professor yeah (laughs) that which I'm um, not sure is Disney either actually no but that one watching him Go from, you know, James <laughs> to goofy scientist. Yeah, to swat. go from <laughs> yeah, Troye to to, to,
0: um, to yeah. freaking pretending to be James Dean.
2: Yeah, and that. and yeah. and and being a dick.
0: Yeah, yeah. but being a, a really classy dick. Yeah.
3: Much better than Eddie Murphy's version.
0: <laughs> Although honestly, right. Eddie Murphy did a pretty darn good job. Oh, well, he too. did because but
3: because they were focusing on Eddie Murphy. Yeah, they didn't try to make him do something he's not, or that he's not. That's not in his wheelhouse anyway.
2: Yeah, you know? and he
3: was. And because I know he's not as much of a dick as he played in that. <laughs>
2: right. No, and he's but but he's it, good
3: at playing a dick. Oh yeah. Yeah, but then they know, made the clumps. He made a good ass too. Yeah, Shrek.
0: <laughs> I see what you did there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I see what you did there, Tommy <laughs> you know, We
3: brought up Robin Williams or, earlier. I really loved him in Flubber.
2: Yeah, it was. He was
1: yeah.
3: good in Flubber. Yeah, and he played a good absent-minded professor. And Flubber was another reason for me to hate Will Wheaton. <laughs> and it's not oh that I hate God. the actor, Wait, but the was, I
1: forgot how much he m- was the Brett's son.
3: Of the guy who was trying to buy out the school or whatever. Jeez, I did not even remember that. Yeah. I love
2: Will Wheaton. He plays such good bad guys. He does. That's about all he plays now. More like good dudes. Because, that's because it, his, his real persona is such a... Guy, nice guy, Dice guy. yeah. That, that's because, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's because he's a lot more like uh, Wesley, like Wesley Crusher than than, he, than even
2: he really well, wants to. When him, Wesley was
3: done, he was not the nicest of people, no, yeah. But it's he was bitter towards Starfleet in general. <laughs> well,
2: anyway. Starfleet, as they project, yeah, but that's a different, that's a different episode, yeah. That's a uh, different <laughs> episode. You need to do something on Star Trek at some point, the philosophy of the Federation. Federation, yeah. There's one episode, yeah it's oh, fl- like three episodes. Looking. <laughs> yeah. No, my philosophy on the Federation is is summed up in, in a fuck these guys. It's <laughs> so, no, it's it's uh, it's Quark talking to uh, I think it was Garrick about root beer. Ooh. Man, <laughs> yeah, I need to DS Nine. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's, we're, like, we're, pretty it's... Much re- we're
0: pretty much out of time here. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah. Tiff, you you haven't said much. What else do you want to say? You have the floor. Not just because
2: you're. Do you staying. have any other Disney movies that just? And other thing give about any more Disney. Fuzzies? Do you use to shut up so you can talk?
1: <laughs> I honestly have too many favorite to favorites to pick a top five or even a top three that Disney has been that much a part of my childhood.
2: Yeah. It's, 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 it's a big part of yeah. my childhood. If I ever grow up... Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: don't worry, don't worry, Ben. One of these days you will.
3: When I get All bored, right. I will randomly pop in a Disney movie and watch it. Because they don't get old. <laughs> they, they stand up. To it's top. true. Yeah, they do. And I only ha- I can only... Off the top of my head, I can only think of one actual irritation I have from Disney itself. And that it's, it's Disney's fault that things take so long to become public domain yeah that's true because it used to be at like 20 years now it's like 70 or more well to well, be in fair Disney actually it's
0: <laughs> it's actually more like Disney will flex its muscle and nothing will ever fall into public domain again Well, because Cal- they will never let go of Mickey Mouse yeah right yeah Disney okay anything the that laws Disney- got changed because of Disney yep. yeah because they will never let go of Mickey Mouse so
3: things that should have been public domain by now are
0: not yeah because of Disney yeah. what like anything
2: that was made of more than about forty years ago. Yeah. Um, if Disney had gotten a hold of Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes would not be um, would not be. Uh...
3: Yeah. The only reason we have to pay for books of Sherlock Holmes is because they're like compilations, where someone actually made the mm-hmm. effort to get them all together, and you're paying yeah. for that
0: effort. Let's you can, in fact, go to Project Gutenberg and download the full text of every single Sherlock Holmes novel. You can for also free legally. But you I can always have get it, it as
3: a ebook that was a dollar. Yeah. You can get it for free, <laughs> you get a lot of
2: free. Um, I can give it to you. But yeah. Um, I had a thought on Disney and it just left my head. Herbie was <laughs> great. Herbie Love was great.
3: Turn oh, we I don't know if we I don't think we mentioned it during stream or during recording. What another one of my favorite We're not quite done
0: recording yet, so keep talking. One
3: of my favorite it was kind of an educational movie. Three caballeros. The three Three caballeros. Caballeros. Yes. We talked about it a little bit in the car on the way here.
1: Araquan. Yeah, the Araquan song, which is
3: freaking amazing. Yeah. But the whole thing was a study in Mexican culture. Yep. And to where I learned most of the Spanish I knew as a kid. Right? I know how
1: to say where's the bathroom?
0: That, that's because that's the one, if, if there is, if there are, there, there are a total of three things you need to know in, in any language if you're going to be traveling. How to say please, how to say thank you, and, and how to bathroom? say where is the bathroom. I, know uh, how I would, could would
3: say, be... can I use the bathroom in Japanese, but not where is the bathroom. I've got the rest
0: covered. Two days <laughs> later, two days <laughs>
2: later. Yeah. Poop! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
3: Need poop! Where <Wear> yeah. a toilet!
2: <laughs>
3: um, but back well, to there you go. It's, yeah. Where's the toilet? Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Sorry it took me so long to think. I haven't had yeah. to speak Japanese in like right. four years. Four or five. Anywho, Disney yeah. movies. Disney is great.
3: Yeah. If there's any Disney movie
0: you haven't seen, watch it. Yeah. Yeah. If you, um, if you just go. Well, to I would like to point out there are definitely Disney movies you have not seen. Yeah. They've only made like seven billion. Yeah, and if, they're not going to like all of them. Yeah, they're not all for everyone. But you know what? They're probably still received. Yeah. Especially if they were made uh, during the time when Walt was still alive. Yeah. Because Walt really cared about things being, yeah,
3: val- of good value. Yeah. If you want a good, other than watching an actual documentary, if you want a good example of the kind of person that Walt was, just watch Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. You have to take he, a look at that. I've not yeah, heard it of it before. It was a very well done movie, um, and it did show that um, Disney was a little underhanded, because like one of the things that the writer of the book wanted, she's I don't want an animated movie. And he said, don't worry, it won't be an animated movie. And then they had the animated penguins. And she threw a fit over it. He says, well, the movie's not animated, but we can't get actual penguins to dance.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can try, but it probably wouldn't work. And she
3: also said, I don't want a musical. And he said, no, don't worry, it won't be a musical. It just, it had songs in it, but he said it wasn't a musical. It didn't have an overture. Right. Yeah. And the only thing that, it was when she heard the song, uh, I believe it was A Spoonful of Sugar. That's it's what just sold her. Sugar. Or her let's fly a
1: kite.
3: Let's fly kite is what sold her. On the I'm going to have
0: to see this movie now. Yeah. yeah.
3: And you get to see a lot of what her inspiration
0: was for writing Mary Poppins. Well, Ben getting a phone call is a good place to to call it. Um, so someone didn't silence yeah. his phone. This
3: has been
0: Neil, the one true Ben. Wookie. Well, yes, Oogie, and special guest star Tiffany. And
1: Doobie be
0: we will talk to you next week on Geek Fanthology. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter O and the number 103. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, leaving us a comment, or subscribing on our YouTube channel. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us either by donating at our website or on Patreon at patreon.com slash working theory. A final thought. I'm not a furry, but Maid Marian in Robin Hood? She was hot.